Okay. Good yantif. A good chafcheshman for all of us. Interesting. I was thinking today, Sunday night Monday, is chaf, the 20th of cheshman. It's a Hasidic holiday, being the birthday of the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe. And it's interesting that today's Tanya focuses entirely, in a sense, on the idea of the crown of God's divine attributes, that the crown, Kesser, is generally written and symbolized by the Chav. So this date, Chav Cheshven, works out in a leap year cycle, is a day when we discuss the Kesser, the crown of God's divine attributes. That was a PS. <laughs> so, what we are now continuing on is yesterday we explained that the job of the commandments, in a sense, is to be garments for the soul. In addition, today we're going to say that they serve to unite the very high, sublime levels of the crown, the kesser, with the physical objects that the commandments are performed with. So as such, these commandments are pillars connecting the highest part, the crown of God, to the lowest part, to physical objects in our physical world. Now, this idea of the crown is an expression, it's a manifestation of God's supernal will. The supernal will of God is called the supreme crown. And the numerical value for the Hebrew word for crown, keser, is 620. And the Kabbalists explain that there are 620 pillars of light that emanate from God's crown. Just by way of analogy, if you had this huge house which was standing on pillars to support it, and the apex of these pillars is connected with the ceiling. So through the pillars, the apex, the highest part of the ceiling, is connected to the ground, to the foundation, to the lowest part of the house. So metaphorically speaking, this supernal will of God, the crown of God, is surrounding and encompassing the intellect of God, just as the word in Hebrew, kesser, crown, also relates to koteres, capital as the capital surrounds and encompasses because will as we were explaining yesterday transcends intellect so here's this will higher even than god's intellect and what is it expressed in it's expressed in the 613 commandments of the Torah and the seven commandments of the sages 613 plus 7 is 620 remember the numerical value for the Hebrew word for crown, keser, is 620. And the Kabbalists say that this is 620 precisely, not randomly, because there are 620 pillars, hollow pillars of light, which emanate from God's crown. And now we understand that those 620 pillars are the commandments, 613 from the Torah and 7 from the rabbis, 
what we mean by seven from the rabbis, I mean, if you would start counting all the things the rabbis instructed us, you'd have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. But most, 99% of what the rabbis instructed us, are commandments to guard the commandments of the Torah. Um, for example, on the Sabbath, you can't move a pencil. According to the Torah, you can't write. And according to the rabbis, to protect and not have us come to write, you can't even move it. So most of the commandments of the rabbis serve that function. They're fences around the commandments of the Torah. But there are seven commandments that are unique to the rabbis. They're not a fence. They stand alone. So therefore, we credit them with seven. So 613 plus seven is 620, the numerical value of the word crown in the holy tongue. Numerical values are very significant, as you've noticed, throughout time. We refer to numerical values many times because God created in words. Every word is a manifestation of a specific divine energy in that specific formation based on the exact letters and the order of the letters is God's energy being expressed. So when we say that the crown of God, the numerical value of 620, that's showing a deep truth about it. And the deep truth about it is that from this crown emanates 620 pillars that express the crown, that express the will. And these are the 620 commandments, almost all of which are action, operative commandments, meaning that performance involves physical action, representing the lowest aspects of the lowest of the world. The lowest of the four worlds is the world of action, Asiya. We are in the physical manifestation of the world of action. And when we do an action commandment, we are generally taking physical items of this physical world and elevating them to God. And even commandments of speech are considered action because speech is a type of action. We have to move our lips. And even commandments of thought or of the heart, we have commandments to believe certain things, we have commandments to feel certain things, to love God, to fear God, etc. They're also, in a sense, physical acts because they only work with a physical body. A physical man with a physical body in a physical world can do and fulfill these commandments. If I didn't have a physical body, and if I was a disembodied soul, I wouldn't have a choice. So it wouldn't be a commandment. I would just do it. Because I'm in a physical body, and I have the inclination to do other things, God has to command. So the very fact that it's commandment is because of my humanity, because of my physicality, because of the lowest corporeal elements of this world. And that's what we're connecting to God when we fulfill these 620 manifestations of his will. So that's the idea of the pillar. The pillar, metaphorically, is standing and connecting the, the highest ceiling to the lowest floor. So these pillars of the commandments are connecting God's supernal will to our material world. And they're like hollow pillars. Imagine a hollow pillar, something to be inside that the pillar's encompassing and engarbing. And each pillar is like a commandment and what's inside, what's being encompassed and engarbed by that pillar of the commandment, my soul. When I do the commandment, my soul is engarbed by the commandment. I'm within that pillar. Imagine a pillar, this hollow pillar, so you can ascend through the hollow pillar from the floor all the way up to the ceiling. So by way of these pillars, the commandments, my soul ascends from the floor, from this physical world, 
all the way up to the highest levels, to be bound up with the bond of life with God, to be bound up and invested in the light of God's crown, in the light of the supernal will, the highest level of all the world. And through these pillars, through the garments of the commandments, my soul can even transcend the crown to, as we discussed yesterday, experience the pleasantness, the delight, the pleasure of God, which is the inner dimension of the crown, as we discussed at length yesterday. God's will is the external dimension of the crown. The inner dimension of the crown is God's pleasure. And my soul in this pillar, in this garment of the commandment is going all the way up to the highest level, to the crown of God, to God's supernal will, and to access the inner dimension of God's supernal will, the pleasure of God. Now, a person could wonder that here we're discussing these commandments of 620 pillars of light, numerical value of crown, and of course, before we spoke, how there's precisely 613 garments of commandments because there are 613 powers of our soul. So the Rebbe explains that these seven commandments of the rabbis, on one hand, are seven independent commandments, so 613 plus 7 is 620, the numerical value of crown, the 620 pillars. But on the other hand, in a sense, they really are within and in a sense derived from the scriptural commandments. So therefore, truly my soul has 613 garments, each one parallel to one of the 613 aspects of my soul, and that includes all the commandments of the rabbis as well.